Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm going to going to talk about staining. Um, I recently got a recently got a question about staining. Somebody was saying I really want to start staining, um, like some pieces of furniture, just some of my DIY projects. What what kind of tips would you tell somebody that's never done it before or that is just starting out? Um, and again, I just want to reiterate, I appreciate so much when you send in questions via email or on Instagram. Email is lindsay at mycreativedays.com. Instagram, it's at mycreativedays. Um, these are the kinds of, th- I love these questions because I always say if one person has the question, at least three more people have the same question. So, um, and it tells me exactly what kind of content you want to hear here, here, here on the podcast. Um, And then it just also helps me with content for, you know, the YouTube channel, my website, and all of those kinds of things. So please keep them coming. Do not be shy about it. I'm never going to share your name. Um, So definitely just keep them coming in because it really helps me make sure that we are producing the kind of content that you are needing and wanting to help with your projects or decorating or organization or your furniture flips, whatever it is. So I thought I would kind of dive into this and just kind of go through 10 10 little tips that'll help you when you are applying stain or using stain for the first time kind of a beginner's um kind of a beginner's just just tips that will will help you get the best um outcome in the end um this is a lot of this stuff i had to learn on my own our own i say because matt and i do a lot of the projects um you know by ourselves and some of these things are are on our own and um it's how we've learned most of the stuff that we've done my dad has helped a lot but trial and error goes a long way (laughs) so some of these things i wish that i would have known before i started staining or you know started you know doing projects that um used stain so number one you want to make sure that you are choosing the right stain so Um, In the beginning, I would only, you know, I would go into Menards or Lowe's or whatever, and I would usually get the, um, you know, like the Minwax stain, right? So it comes in the little cans. um, And, but there's there's a lot of different stains out there, oil-based, water-based, gel, and other kinds of stains. So depending on what kind of project you're doing, what kind of wood you're putting it on, the intensity of the color you want, the project's purpose, like, are you sitting on it? Is it just a shelf? Is it a furniture piece? Is it, uh, you know, is it cabinets? You know, like what, whatever the project is, all of that needs to go into your thought process when you are picking out a stain. Um, for beginners, water-based stains are often easier to work with. They dry quicker and they have, you know, a lower odor. Somebody like me, I am really sensitive to smells like that like anything like stains or we have painted um bathtubs and tile before which is something you can do something you can totally do the outcome is amazing um 
I've got that all on my website. I even have videos on how we do it on my YouTube channel. Um, but like scents like that are really, I am really sensitive to it. Even Sharpie markers, there's just something about it. Like I can't sit over like a poster um, and do a bunch of work with a Sharpie marker. The smell just gets to me. And so, um, you know, stains usually do have an odor, um, but some of the water-based ones have less of an odor. Um, but so I, I, that's kind of how, where I started and used, um, that kind of stain for most of the projects I was staining. But once I found gel stain, <laughs> I am hooked, especially for like my, not even just my furniture pieces. Um, we've used it on a lot of, lot of stuff. I just love the, I don't know. It's easy to apply. I like the uh, intensity of the colors. Um, I will leave a link in the show notes for my favorite gel stain. It's it's just unbelievable. I really, really, really love it. Um, and I'll leave a link to the blog post about this topic as well. So you, I have links inside the blog post. But um, gel stain is something that um, in the beginning I was like, there's no way I'm going to use gel stain. So most of the stains that I've used in the past are really watery, right? Like stains are. Gel stain is like a, is like a, it's thicker than a paint. I'm trying to think of, it's like a paste almost stain. Paste though is not, that's not the right word, but we absolutely love it. Matt loves it too. And I have an applicator. It's $2.50. It's like the best applicator um, for applying it as well that we just love. So definitely just think about all those things um, as you're picking out what kind of stain uh, to do, but you definitely want to choose the right stain for your projects. Um, and, and one thing I get when I share the gel staining when I'm doing it like on Instagram or something, they always say, doesn't it take forever to dry? I don't think it takes any longer than than any other stain, to be completely honest. Um, the act, the gel stain that I use, I don't, you know, there's there's tons of different gel stains out there, but I don't think it takes any longer um, than regular stain. Okay, prepare the wood. So you definitely, just like any project, even if you were painting, painting or staining, you definitely want to prepare the wood. Um, so that is that is key to a flawless flawless finish. <laughs> Um, say that fast 10 times. Um, you want to sand the wood using, you know, progressively finer grit sandpaper to create a smooth and ev even canvas for you to apply the stain to. So you may start out with a, you know, depending on what the surface is, again, it's going to depend on your project. Um, but, you know, you start out with a lower grit sandpaper and then you work your way up to get a real, real smooth finish. Um, your stain is not going to look good if you don't sand it down, sand the wood down to a, a smooth finish. So definitely you want to take time to prepare the wood and make sure when you're done um, sanding that you, you know, wipe off any excess dust or sanding debris that's left behind because you don't want to get that into your stain and as you're applying it. So always test on scrap wood. I just shared this again on Instagram. Um, we were making a bench and we needed to uh, make a new seat for the bench and we were just making a wood seat and I had painted the rest of the bench but I wanted the seat to be stained. And so I was just sharing how I do this. So I, it was gel stain and I had two different colors. And so I made sure to test the stain colors on a scrap piece of wood that we were making that um, seat out of. So definitely if you can 
before you apply, make sure that you test the stain color on the exact same wood that you're going to apply it to. All wood is going to take stain differently and all wood, you could have the same color stain and put it on three different kinds of wood and the color is going to look different. So make sure when you are applying it on or testing it on a piece of um, scrap wood that it is the wood for what you're going to put it on in the end. It's not a different kind of wood. Um, all stain interacts with with wood differently and it just um, this will let you know exactly what the color is going to look like in the end. Okay, and then this next one was um, one that we just didn't know about. So applying a pre-stain conditioner. So for woods that tend to absorb stain unevenly, oh my gosh, like a pine or a cherry, um, a pre-stain conditioner can really make a big difference. So if you're finding that you're running into that, try a conditioner and see if that makes a big difference, a big difference because it helps seal the wood's pores and it create creates kind of more of a uniform stain absorption and it, it will help prevent those blotches that you can sometimes get with staining. So try a conditioner if you're just kind of running into those issues. Okay, another thing is to apply evenly. So, you know, it, way back in the day when we were, you know, first learning how to stain and doing it, we would just use any rag or, you know, a lint-free rag. But but once I started using and playing with different applicators and gosh, it's it's amazing what a difference they can make. And like I said, this $2.50 um, cents pad that I use now, it's, it's like a game changer. When we were doing this, um, the bench that I was talking about, Matt, I was filming and Matt was just applying it so I could film how to do it. And he he's like, this applicator, this pad is amazing. It just literally, when you watch it go on, it just applies it so evenly. Sometimes when you have a brush, it, it, it doesn't apply it evenly, if that makes sense. So you always want to work in the direction of your wood grain and you want to apply an even coat. So um, what do I want to say? So paint stain will sometimes absorb quicker than a paint would, where I feel like you have a little bit more leeway with paint. You know, you can move it around a little bit. Stain you can like right away, but it's not something where you can like brush a stroke on and then like like on the top of a table and then go work on the legs and then come back to the top. It may have already absorbed in those uneven, you know, ways that you initially applied it, if that makes sense. So you definitely, when you are applying um you know, each coat, you want to do it evenly. So you're not getting any of the blotching or any of the, you know, uneven colors. Um, so definitely um, just kind of play with different applicators. And uh, and everybody's different. You're going to find like, you know, you'll see somebody like the pad that I love to use. Maybe, you know, you would rather do it with a sponge or, or a brush or whatever, but definitely play with different applicators because, you want to use the thing that's going to let you apply it evenly to get the best results. Wipe off the excess. So after you, you know, you apply it evenly and then you allow the stain to penetrate for a few minutes, um, every can of stain is going to be different. Read the back, the label, see what they recommend. Um, but then you gently want to wipe off the excess with just like a clean cloth or like one of the clean pads that I've been talking about. Um, this will help it 
from the stain becoming too dark in certain areas or like getting an uneven finish. You just want to wipe off that excess that is not absorbing in those first couple of minutes. And then the best, a, a great thing about um, paint or stain that is kind of like paint, not really like paint, but you can layer the depth of the color. So sometimes when I put on the first layer of stain, I just think, oh, it's a little too dark. I just want it a little bit deeper or a little bit darker. So I will just apply additional coats. You you do the same kind of process. Um, each layer will intensify the color um, with most stains. Uh, so you always want to apply thin coats, right? So if you're going to layer it, thin coats is better. <laughs> you can always apply more. It's harder to take off um, and make sure they dry completely between your, your different layers or your different coats. Um, and then in the end, seal it just like you would uh, a paint. So protect your stained wood. Um, it just enhances its longevity and um, a clear protective finish like polyurethane or varnish. Again, most paints, paint or stain brands will have a, you know, seal to go with it or something that they recommend. So you can always check that out. But um, you can choose between matte, satin, or glossy finishes, depending on the aesthetic you're going for. Uh, again, you want to apply thin coats. And then with the top coat, sand lightly with a really high grit sandpaper just between the coats to make sure that it's a smooth uh, finish. The next one is not my favorite. It's patience. And it's something that I've, I always struggle with, but, um, staining does require patience and attention to detail. So, um, you know, you could, it, it, it absorbs into the wood. So you really just want to pay attention to the detail. Don't rush through it, you know, make long continuous strokes, um, just to make sure that you're just applying it evenly, <laughs> thin coats, you can do more coats to make it darker, but just um, allow sufficient dry time between coats. You just want to make sure that you staining, you have a lot of patience. It's not a hard process by any means. If you can paint, you can stain, um, but it's just, you know, you just don't want to rush through the process. And again, the more you do it, the better you'll get at it and the better you'll understand it and what you like, what you don't like. Um, and then embrace your imperfections. Uh, just like any DIY project, it's not going to be perfect in the beginning. It will get better and better and better. Um, but don't get discouraged with minor flaws. We're never shooting for perfection because there is no th such thing. Um, but, uh, those minor flaws, I love minor flaws because they just add charm and character to my pieces or to whatever I'm staining. So um, your skills will improve the more and more you do it, do it and you'll get more consistent results. But um, the imperfections are okay. <laughs> Definitely okay. So those are just a few tips. I think there are 10 tips here. Um, if you're new to staining, I loved this question. Thank you for sending it in. Um, but yeah, try it, try it and find the stain that you really like. Like I said, check the show notes for some links of things that I love um, and the stains that I think are easy to apply and give great results. And then that applicator pad that I was talking about. But if you have any other questions, other topics you'd like me to cover here on the podcast, always email me, lindsay at mycreativedays.com or reach out to me on Instagram at mycreativedays. But until next time, I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Hello friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. 
I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here. And I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.